hello and welcome back to another episode of the can i be real podcast it is me rachel and yeah we're just gonna dive right in because this is technically the second time i've recorded this and i recorded the whole episode and i went back before i saved it to just make sure it sounded good because i usually i don't always edit the same day that i record but i went back to make sure it sounded good child this stuff sounded so raggedy i was like the audio was terrible on the video and on just the audio so i'm like we gotta do the whole thing over again it's okay it's probably gonna be better this time hopefully well i don't know everything was off the dome last time so we'll see but you know we gotta jump into a prayer and then we're gonna get right into it so heavenly father god thank you lord for this time thank you lord just for this opportunity i pray lord it will be blessed i pray all these things in your son jesus name amen so where to start Man, I hate that I have to do this all over again because I already said everything and now my mind is like empty, you know. Dang. Where was I? Let me think. Let me think. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. So, I don't know exactly what I'm going to title this episode as of right now, but it's going to have something to do with being disappointed because disappointment, I just was just overwhelmed with the sense of disappointment on the way home from work today. And so I was like... This is that episode. This is what that episode is going to have to be about today. But my original plan for this episode, it was going to be good, I thought. But it was originally going to be about um, kind of like congratulate. It's going to call it like congratulations or something. And I was really just going to talk about like how it's important. I'm like leaning into Let me fix the. Um, how it's important to um, congratulate ourselves, not in a prideful way. But just kind of to to acknowledge two things. One, how far you've come and, you know, to to take some time to pat yourself on the back for how far you've come, but to also acknowledge how, 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 how far God has taken you to acknowledge his grace and his mercy and his loving kindness to how he's gotten you from where you were to where you are now. And to sum it all up with the reminder that you are especially you are exactly where you're supposed to be today so that's what i was really going to talk about some of them something along those lines and i thought it was going to be a good episode but i was like you know what god what do you want me to talk about child i get hit with this just wave of disappointment um some it wasn't really news it was more so the lack of news that was disappointing and so the lack of anything that was disappointing and so i'm just kind of just reeling from this feeling of just <sighs> disappointment i guess and just you know like I said, I was just kind of overwhelmed with the emotions of it and just feeling disheartened and discouraged and all the, all the above. And I remember I was up, I was, I was about to leave work. And I remember thinking like, how am I supposed to record an episode when I feel like this? Like I can't fake, you know, happy to record an episode. Like I'm just not, I'm like, I don't feel it. I don't, I I just want to go home, put something on and take a nap. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't have anything. Like I don't know how I'm supposed to get in front of a camera, sit down at my little desk and record anything. Like how is that going to be beneficial to anybody? Cause I'm like, I just, I don't have, I was just like, I don't know what, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to get in front of the, in front of anything and say anything productive. So that's how I was feeling. Cause I was like, like I said, I'm just reeling from this sense of disappointment, discouragement, disheartenment, just, you know, just this like this sense of just, Ugh, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to, I just don't feel like doing it. And so as I was driving home, I was still feeling this way and I was starting to get a little teary eyed. So I was just getting frustrated with my own thoughts and just overwhelmed. Like I said, with just this sense of disappointment and this sense of, um, 
you know, not really anxiety, but this sense of just lack of control, which does kind of stem from anxiety. That's a whole other situation. Anxiety is a whole other conversation. We're going we gonna, to we gonna shelf that for now. But I was just like, man, like, I just don't, I just, I just don't know. And so I was driving home and, a, a, what was it? A tribal music song came on called Still Holy. And so I was listening to that and that song really carried me, um, a lot last year uh last year was <laughs> last year was too much yeah it was too much so that I really that song was really beneficial to me last year just to kind of help me keep my focus on God and his um his sovereignty and his goodness and his purpose for my life and so I was listening to that and I uh was singing along to it and getting a little more teary-eyed you know had that one thug tear you know what I'm saying just that that one thug tear and um I was like okay you know I was like as I was singing along to it I was like I'm not I felt like the Holy Spirit was like Rachel you cannot let the this disappointment sorry I can't help with that on this Apple watch child my Siri done messed up okay I felt like God was like you cannot let disappointment keep you from producing and so that's why I was like, you know what, we're going we gonna to turn this whole thing around. We're going to talk, we're going to use this feeling of disappointment, this whole experience, this whole experience on the drive home um, for, for fruit, you know, for, 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 for fertilizer, if you will. I'm like, I'm not going to allow this sense of disappointment, this sense of discouragement, disheartenment to um, keep me from producing. And by producing, I mean anything from producing the fruits of the spirit in your life, producing good works or producing, you know, just walking in purpose, walking in calling, doing what doing what God has called you to do, producing the good things that God has called you to do. And I was like, I'm not going to allow this, this moment to keep me from producing an episode, essentially. I'm not going to allow this moment to keep me from producing to keep me from producing at all. And so that's kind of what prompted this whole episode. Like I said, I was really going to talk about just, you know, congrats. I mean, and not in a prideful way, but more so in a way that is uh, based in humility, uh, essentially, but just kind of talking about like, you know, take some time to acknowledge how far you've come, pat yourself on the back, but more importantly, humble yourself before God and just throw yourself at his feet in, in gratitude for how far he's taken you because you didn't do that by yourself. Um, it was all God who got you from where you were to where you are now. So that was what I was really going to say, but now I'm just in a different mode of, I'm, you know, kind of reeling from this sense of disappointment, just kind of feeling, um, not lost, but I just feel unsure of what my next step should be in this situation. So I just don't really know what I should do next. Um, I haven't, you know, I just don't know what I should do. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just in the state of, I don't know. And that also is what kind of fuels, um, some of my anxiety is cause I'm like, you have a fear of disappointment mixed with, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And me as a planner, I plan, you know, to avoid disappointment. I plan to, you know, I plan to take the, I plan to take the path of least resistance. You know what I'm saying? I, I tend to stack the deck a lot of times, I guess you could say, so that, you know, when things do happen, I have 
A, B, C, and D contingency plans. So that if A don't work, that's okay, I got B. And if B don't work, that's okay, because I got C and D still. And so, um, but I feel like this year, God has just been calling me to continue to grow in um, trusting him, my trust in him. And so I just feel like I'm just in a, I'm just going to be, I don't know, I don't want to speak that out. But right now, I'm just, this season that I'm in right now, I've just been in a lot of uh, situations where I just don't know what to do. Um, and I have no choice but to rely on him to guide me and direct me, which ultimately is a good thing, but it's very difficult to do because, like I said, I am a planner. And so me not knowing what to do is, is stressful for me. But anyway, back to the disappointment factor. Um, I was thinking like who in the Bible, I was like, okay, so if I decide to do an so if we do an episode on disappointment, who in the Bible was disappointed, you know, who could I talk about? Job, you know, Job was, <sighs> man, I'm like, I know I'm go. I feel like I'm going through some stuff right now, but ain't nothing that I'm going through. What that, what I'm going through is nothing compared to what dear Job, Joby Job had to go through. And so I want to read um, Job, parts of Job chapter one and parts of Job chapter two, and then just kind of briefly talk about them and um, have one or two last things to say. And then that'll pretty much sum it up. So starting in Job chapter one, starting in verse six, it says, one day the members of the heavenly council came to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. First of all, huh? What? God's bragging on Job. But I'm like, God, you're bragging on me to Satan? Like... Mm. <laughs> why why you do that you know so I would have been like mm, that's crazy so yeah it's like you can't say anything against it because it's God but it's like man God bragging on me I'm like is that is that why it's like sometimes you'd be like is that why life is so difficult all of a sudden I'm like God are you bragging on me I'm like that's not necessary Lord you don't need to brag on me <laughs> you don't gotta do that it's okay so starting back in uh, verse nine, it says, Satan replied to the Lord. Yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You've made him prosperous in everything he does. Look how rich he is. But reach out and take away everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, you may test him. The Lord said to Satan, do whatever you want with, with everything he possesses, but do not harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. One day, when Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with this message. Your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabians raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with, the, with this news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep all, and all the shepherds. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, a third messenger arrived with this news. Three bands of Chaldean 
raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother's home. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. Job stood up and tore his robes in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell on the ground to worship. He said, I came naked from my mother's womb and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. And all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Ooh, first of all, so, yes. So, after all that, you know, it wasn't one, not two, not three, but four servants came out of nowhere one day. Talking about some, you lost your sheep, you lost your cattle, you you lost your donkeys, you lost your farm hands, and now you and your kids are dead. Like, I'm surprised he didn't have a heart attack right there from just, you know, just grief. But Job, in that, not only did he not have a heart attack, but he also was like, you know what? God gives and he takes away. Praise the Lord. And he just, that was his response. And he did not sin by blaming God. I was like, better than me. You know, I'm like, so I know definitely there'd be times, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I blame God, but I definitely be like, God, what are you doing? What's going on? Like, God, you're in control. So why are we, why are we, why, why is this the path that we're taking right now? Why is this the path that I'm on? I'm going to need you to break it down for me, Lord, break it down. Cause I don't understand. But even in that God didn't, you know, same or Job was just like, basically it is what it is, you know? Praise the Lord. And I'm, that takes a strong person. But I think the lesson from that chapter, chapters one and two, I'm about to read chapter two, is just that Job, despite all the disappointments, the disheartening, the discouragement he heard and faced in that one day, in that one hour, despite all that, Job still decided that he was not going to allow that to keep him from producing. He was, he said, he made a choice. He didn't, he made a choice. I will not allow what I see, what I experience, disappointment that I feel to keep me from producing. That's the message. You know what I'm saying? That's the message that I want to get across to every single person who listens to this. That's the, that's the message that I need to get in my own spirit is that despite despite any discouragement I may be feeling right now, what I may be feeling in the future, I cannot allow that discouragement to keep me from producing all that God has, you know, all that God has for me to produce in the earth. Cause I'm like, if I, if I am opening myself up to be used by God, then I have to, I have to just, I have to keep on the path of, I will still produce for you, Lord. I do not understand why I'm going through what I'm going through. This hurts. Matter of fact, this is painful. This is disappointing. This is discouraging. But I will keep producing. And so we're going to go ahead and move on to chapter two. And I mean, I was going to read chapter two, but oh no, I'm going to read chapter two. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and read chapter two. I'm going to read the first half. So starting in chapter two, verse one, it says one day the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves to the Lord and the accuser Satan came with him. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that goes on. 
Then the Lord said to Satan, making sure everything plugged in right so I don't get no feedback. So then the Lord said to Satan, um, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. He has maintained his integrity, even though you urge me to harm him without cause. Satan replied to the Lord, skin for skin, a man will give up everything he has to save his life. But reach out and take away his health and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, do with him as you please, the Lord said to Satan, but, sp but spare his life. So Satan left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with terrible boils from head to toe. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery and sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we not ex should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. And then the next part is when Job's three friends came and shared in his anguish. So that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation that I'm going to touch on. We're going to bounce back to the whole disappointment. Who you have in your circle. You need people. And th this is, this is a twofer. This is a good and a bad. You need people in your community. People who are going to, who are going to mourn with you. They're going to be, they're going to rejoice with you. You need those kind of people. Job's friends came they, they heard of all the tragedies he had faced, and it says, They sat there on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to Job, for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. So they just sat there with him. You know, we, we all need a friend. We all need, we all need people in our lives who, when we are going through, they will just sit there with us and just be there for us. But on the flip side of that, later on in Job, his friends start to basically like throw him under the bus so the same friends who sat with him for seven days and seven nights and mourned with him in his anguish they were like you know maybe you did something wrong joe they're like maybe it was you they're like maybe you did it or maybe them kids you know maybe it was them bad kids you had and so it was like they flipped the script they went from uh, joe you know rubbing his back woo 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 to now they're like i don't know joe maybe you know god's just so something bad happened i ain't saying it was you but if the shoe fit <laughs> if it was to say what's the saying if it if it looked like a duck if it walked like a duck and quacked like a duck it's a duck <laughs> they're like and you know maybe you did sin i don't know what to tell you but he's like they're like nothing bad happened to me though so that was kind of their response and so it's kind of like you know to me, that just kind of shows the humanity in his friends, you know, like no one's perfect. They don't understand. They, they, they as well do not understand what God is doing, but the difference is they started off doing right. They started off just kind of being there for him, but then they started, they started trying to offer their advice and they started just talking out the side of their neck and they, they started down a path of foolishness. So just be mindful of that for yourselves and for your friends, um, for who you, who, for you as a friend and also for those of us who have friends that we have who speak into our lives. Just being mindful that 
you know, look for friends who are going to just be there for you and, and, and for ourselves. Don't be the kind of friend that when something bad happens, you'll be like, well, maybe you did it. You know what I'm saying? Just take some time. Just kind of read the room, <laughs> read the situation before we just start jumping to X, Y, and Z conclusions. But yeah, that's pretty much it though. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. I had said some other stuff and like I said, the audio just didn't work. And so I, there's no reason to try to say that stuff again. It's, it wasn't that deep. But for the purpose of this episode... When it comes to being disappointed, feeling disappointed, I understand. Um, I definitely understand. I don't want to get too, too deep. I like to be real and vulnerable, but I also got to keep some stuff to myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't always, I don't, I don't feel like talking about it like that, like that. You know what I'm saying right now? But the point is, I understand feeling disappointed. And most importantly, God understands. Like, I can't, I, I can't imagine how many times God just sits up there and looking down on his creation and is just so disappointed with us just so disappointed with us you know so disappointed he's just like man they can't never do nothing right you know what I'm saying just so disappointed in us and so I got you know he un- God understands when how we feel when we feel disappointed he understands when you know he knows he knows each and every single one of us intimately he knows for me he knows I'm a planner he knows that I've thought about x y and z backup plans and so when and and so when things don't go my way i get anxious and i feel like god is just trying to tell me to trust him and i'm just you know just doing the best i can and being like god i believe and help my unbelief you know so that's kind of where i'm at and i don't really know where you might be at but just remember that whatever disappointment you may face whatever discouragement you may face whatever you know feelings of hopelessness disheartenment whatever whatever disappointment maybe you may be experiencing right now don't let that keep you from producing don't let it keep you from producing you still have work to do you still have a calling and a purpose on your life you still have fruits of the spirit that need to be harvested you still have uh, seeds of generosity that need to be sown um there's still so much work to do so don't keep don't let it keep you from producing and that is all i have so until next time bye